to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. I'm Shah. I'm Ali. And we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode 36. As above, so below. A film that I enjoyed, but then I watched that some of the, well, a lot of the stuff that I'm going to be mentioning here, I've got a credit to Found, have you seen Found Flicks' channel? Yeah. Found Flicks, because it was his video that made me realise how much more there is behind this film. It's it's weird because you'd think, you'd think they'd want the film to showcase how in-depth it's going mm. with something but it's, it's not on the surface it's just another horror film yeah but behind behind the scenes is quite a lot quite a lot going on can i just say as well like, i'm commending you right now because i am notoriously known as the note-taking leader i i write three to four pages at a time but oliver has outdone me by far yeah i've got quite a lot three of notes. pages i've got quite a lot of notes and on I've, this one. I've got one in a little bit so you've done really well did you uh, just a quick question before we start did you go see this in cinema no i did did you yeah i did i went with my friend Catherine when we were at uni and it was absolutely ruined by an absolute twat just taking a phone call in the middle of it really like full-on having a conversation on the phone you know like brenda out a scary movie like don't go in there like yeah. that was literally the conversation that was had and i was just I'm looking at didn't like, get kicked out i went and complained by the time we got out and i was so pissed off so a brief introduction about the not about the film about what happens behind the scenes so as above so below follows a classic piece of literature called Dan, uh, dante's inferno mm-hmm. um it's not dante i think it is dante's inferno in which the protagonist descends into hell to save his lover or her lover i'm not sure i haven't read the literature I, I, should, dante's I should expect man. so save his lover um and you have to go through you have to go down nine separate circles like nine separate stages of hell mm-hmm. Um, and this is where as above so below comes in it doesn't it nothing to do with a lover it's more about discovering a stone mm. um the stone in which it's a philosopher's stone i didn't even know that like until this film the philosopher's stone was a yeah, thing it's a real thing or nicholas flamel was a thing i was like holy shit yeah uh i thought it was something harry potter had made <laughs> i did as well to be fair but not every circle the visit ties directly into dante's inferno in this film okay just some of so them. yeah so it's a lot of it but not all of it because there, there is some things in the film where you think well that don't really add up but well it, it... i'm ready to receive an education today because <laughs> i don't know a lot about it but you've like you're really interested in this yeah so you can crack on then because this is your you do like the the rundown of the film and then i'll jump in at points where I've got, okay so it starts off i presume in iran she's in the iranian border i don't know specifically where it is i so i just put around question mark right and they go into caves that were supposed to be blown up that night so this the lead character is called Scarlet. They end up in the caves. The sirens going off and it's it's all very tense because I'm presuming that they're blowing them up early yeah. and she didn't realize. She's picking up on what her father started. So we get so, we get sort of a backstory. So the idea that people thought her father was mad, but actually he wasn't. He was just dedicated to finding the cause, but he hung himself. Hung himself he did, yeah. Yeah, he hung himself. So the, her objective throughout this whole film is to find the Philosopher's Stone, um, which, like, well, like you said, was uh, was found by alchemist Nicholas Flamel 600 years ago. 
and that's what she's trying to discover or yeah. trying to find. Yeah. Because she's she's a bit of a brainiac and she believes that she can find everything. She is she is fucking smart. She's she knows very diff- intelligent, but I don't think there's any such person like that. No. I think she's very I mean she, she's too clever. She's irritatingly like, clever. No one can learn that much. Well, maybe they can, but but yeah, it is very exaggerated that she's a very smart girl. She's yeah, she's, she's a clued genius. up. Yeah, she's clued she's up. She's got with all everything. these little friends who are also little geniuses, apart from Benji, who's just there along for the ride, bless him. Yes. But, so that tunnel you was on about—that's where yeah. they're looking for the rose key, which reveals a true location of the stone or the next phase of finding the stone. Yeah. So they find this like slate with code on it, like a language on it. But she says there's more. And this guy, who's a t- he's not a tour guide as such, but he's leading her through the tunnels. He's saying, no, we have to go. Like, And they're starting to count down 10, 9, and it's getting really panicky. And she boots through this first set of code, hieroglyphics, yeah. whatever it is. And inside there's more there's more information yeah. on it. And so she's scanning all this information and the guy's like, no, I'm out. I've, Do you see your dad hanging by this point? You just afterwards so it's when she's running through the tunnels that is the first like step of the first circle in in so i won't say it's in hell but it that thing they now she's discovered that it set off the the balls rolling like that, a chain reaction yeah so that that what you see of a dad is like the first instance you see where things are starting to go to shit basically so, question if it's talking about these whole points of hell i don't know so i don't know if you'll know this but if she decided i know she wouldn't cuz she was like dedicated to finding it but if she was like oh no fuck this this is too much like would she remain in that first circle of hell forever because you have to go down to get out I, I've, I've phrased that badly she's not I think it's kind of the, the I don't want to say supernatural yeah but it's like she knows enough now where she's gonna do you know what I mean like she knows too much and then things are starting to be displayed it's a good question I, I don't know whether things would have stopped knowing what I know from behind the scenes well not behind the scenes but knowing from what I know about the story Probably yes, it, it it would have stopped. Okay, but obviously for the sake of entertainment, she doesn't stop. Okay, we also so as we see a hanging dad, um, when she's running down the tunnels because it it's, it all starts crumbling, it starts like they've blown it up. Yeah, and then the next thing we see is her um, in front of the camera and it's like a documentary style so yeah. she's documenting her search for the stone. So if we didn't know what it was already, we know that that is the purpose of the film. Yeah. She goes to Paris and meets George, who's working at a church and he's working on a broken clock. So it's like, oh, I'm clever. I've got clever friends as well. Yeah. So they're all in this circle of cleverness. And he's there to translate Amoraic. I believe that's how it, she said it. And it is. It's little things like they end up in... He gets the clock working. Yeah. And so that verifies that he's a genius. And they go to the museum where... It's Flamel's like memorial kind yeah. of thing, like look, it's like, kind of like a tiny gravestone, mm. like. And they're in the middle of this museum. Yeah. And there's random cleaning fluids at the side, and bearing in mind it's a museum, and anybody can come past any time. She's like, oh yes, just some, just some simple cleaning products will yeah. do it. Starts fucking dumping Sets bleach it on fire, deciphers the code. Deciphers the code. Which the code is. Go on. Flamel states that. Let me get this. So Flamel's tombstone, which is where the, the Philosopher's Stone is, right. is halfway between the location of Earth in relation to heaven and hell. Yeah. And Flamel also states, he, he, he refers to Satan like that type of thing, the number 741 as opposed to 666. Okay. So if you take 741 feet, and if the stone, is ha- if the stone which is in his tomb is halfway 
between Earth in relation to heaven and hell. Yeah. So you have 741 feet, which is 370.5 feet, which is the depth of the Paris catacombs. And that's what makes them think Jesus. that's where we need to go. It's such a... Cl- I feel like it's almost underrated. This is what I mean. It's a, wa- it it's a waste. But is there, have the director done that on purpose? Like, people who want to appreciate this film can. Will it's not. It. It's not just shoved in your face, all this stuff. Yeah, it's clever. So, yeah, that's when they decide that we need to go to the catacombs. I've been to the catacombs. I know you have. Was it good? It was amazing. Would you Would you, Would you? you risk going... In fact, no, that's... Have you got a wood driver? Yeah, but go on, you can ask me this. I was going to say... Clever. I was going to say, would you... If given the opportunity to go exploring the catacombs with like an unofficial tour guide in a way that's not open to the general public, would you take it? Probably, yeah. Oh, I don't know if I would after watching this film, man. <laughs> I just... It, Honestly, I've never, and we try, the, our little story time. So I went with my stepmom, Yara. Surely, surely step-mom everyone Yara. knows what the catacombs is. Just want to give a brief explanation. Yeah, so it's just... an underground burial chamber underneath Paris. And it's where... The biggest the, in the world, isn't it? It's the biggest, biggest in the world. graveyard, essentially. And it's because there were so many bodies in France that they had, like the cemeteries were like, they were just overrun and there everyone, wasn't enough yeah. room. So they built an underground burial chamber that's entirely made out of skulls. And what I'll do on the Instagram page is I'll post some pictures of when I went yeah. as well so you can all see it. But it's... It, and it sounds really morbid, but it's so beautiful. Yeah. Like, the way it's done. And it is. It's entirely made out of bones. Yeah. Like, they're all over the walls. They've made features out of them. It It's insanely good. But we were going... Uh, I went with our stepmom, Yara, and it was so... Oh, it was it was the one, one thing of I wanted you have to do. To go see it, yeah. But then we went. I went to pa- Paris with Shah, and we went on the. So we were well, like, right, closed, okay, yeah. Mm. We were like, we'll go on. Well, because we we went. All right, we are basic bitches. We went for Disneyland Paris for this one. But I was like, right, on the last day we'll go to Paris, and it, like we'll go into Paris. We'll see the catacombs. We'll. I've been to Paris four or five times now, so it's not it's not new. But honestly, to get the train into Paris it took forever mm. and it was such a piss take and we were sitting there and it was only when we were going from the metro to the next location so from like about 20 to 21 on these stops that Shah decided to google the catacombs and she was like oh the clo- the closed on one day the rage oh, on God. my face <laughs> yeah was i can imagine immense but i did really want to go see him again but it yeah, it'd be scary, I think. It'd be definitely a lot scarier going with an unofficial tour guide, but it was quite, as as beautiful as it was, it was quite spooky enough mm. walking around all these bones. And you forget that they were actual people. Yeah, it, it, it's more of an aesthetic to you, but yeah. to, those are real people. Like If you think every person there had a life, they lived a life, and now yeah. you're just walking past past their Taking remains. Taking a selfie with a skull. Yeah, it's, I it's, did feel really bad. It's kind of fucked up, isn't it, in a way? But it's not, because it is... I suppose it is it's, his, it's history, yeah. It's it's a part of Paris, but then at the same time you're taking selfies or whatever. I'm not necessarily selfies, although I'd imagine some would. So if people's dead bodies, I, I'd do it as well. I'd want to take a picture and say, "Look, there's I've a picture been here. of me with a skull. It's just this one skull. And it's Stick a roll so out of its mouth. So one final scene. <laughs> it's such a good photo. But then afterwards, when I thought about it, I was like, "Oh my god, that was an actual person." But it's not like they died in tragic circumstances. No, it's just it's a, not it like was overflowing. A picture yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I still feel majorly bad, though. So, you know, the ghostly skeleton that I may or may not have taken a selfie with, you looked good in it. (laughs) (laughs) So she, they realise they have to go to the catacombs to get that low down to the ground. And they have to go to a hidden part of the catacombs. So it's not an an official tour guide. And 
the tour guide, uh, another tour guide who's there when it's like, oh, can we go off this way? He's like, no, you need to find Papillon and he he will take you. Who, this guy is not a real person. He is a he is a vision created by the catacombs. Shut up. Yeah, he's not, he doesn't exist. Does he not? No, I'll, you'll... I'll, I'll oh, the guy? Yeah, not the Oh, t- yeah, yeah the I know, because he's the one in the car. Oh, I thought you meant the... T- yeah. I thought you meant Papillon. I was like, what? No, no, the guy <laughs> who tells him you need to find Papillon yeah. to come into this part of the tomb. The, he ties in directly with Papillon's story, hence why the catacombs creates him as a vision to get Papillon back into the catacombs. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you now. Yeah, that was one of my fun facts. I feel like I'm going to read my fun facts, and I'll be like, "Well, I've <laughs> only got facts, one now." One left. <laughs> but it's okay. So they, Papillon is sort of they're in this club, and he's sort of reluctant to go in. He's like, you know, we've been there before, and he's and he's like, you know, go find a tour guide, and she's like, do I look like a tourist? And eventually, he does agree to go in because she whips out a map in the middle of this club, and they're all Did looking over Did you clock the it. woman in the white dress? No. Did you not see her? She she gets a. Is rap- that the who's in all the time? Who's like in and out of the caves and stuff? Yeah, she's she's first appears in the club scene. She walks right past camera, but at, at first you think that was a bit of a weird camera shot. But you won't ever think, oh, she has a part. I'm of gonna the story. have to go back and look at that. But yeah, she I walks right that. past you and st- stares at the camera. Yeah, but she's also a vision from the catacombs. She's not a real person. So who's she? She. To be honest, I think that's quite unanswered, but she plays a part in, I think it's the cameraman's story, I can't Benji. remember his name, he pl- she plays a part in Benji's story. Oh, she story. represents, that she, it, it implies, this is another fun fact, that she had a, he had a girlfriend who had a child and he left them or something like yeah. that, or he did something to them. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, th- this is it now, that's another one ticked off mm. the list. The, it's really important to mention, so they end up in the back of a van the next day, I presume, and they've got to go, it looks like a train tunnel, it's, it's like old railway lines, and the police don't allow people to go into the catacombs, It's sort of, unless it's on an official tour, so it's sort of like you've got to get out of the van and run, you've got to be really quick, and George doesn't want to go with them, so and he, that's never part of the plan that he wants to go with them, he says he'll lead him in, he says he'll go go to a certain point with them and then go. Yeah. But he doesn't want to go in because he's claustrophobic and also because he's afraid of... His little brother drowned in a cave. Yeah. Didn't didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he drowned, yeah. yeah. I don't know if he was in a cave, but he definitely drowned. Yeah, she said he drowned in a cave. And so he's like, yeah, whatever, fair enough. Benji magically installs cameras on these lamps. Yeah. He is also a verified genius. And they go into this scary-looking hole in the middle of... It's in a, in a railway bridge, yeah, like a, a tunnel. It's really important to mention as well that Papillon graffiti is his name, and it it doesn't play a lot at this moment in time. But later on, when they're going back round yeah. and they're going through the death tunnel that nobody wants to go through, his name's on there. Yeah. So he graffiti is his name, and so we've got that. We bear that in mind first of all. Now, just as they're about to go through this little like death hole, hell hole, whatever it is. It's quite a creepy one as well, yeah. isn't it? Because it's got it's a skull, isn't it? It's a skull's yeah. mouth. So they're crawling through, and one of them gets jumped by the police, and so they all end up piling in together. And Papillon lets off a smoke bomb, and they're all sort of hiding, and then they're in there now. So yeah, but it's it, it at this moment in time they still have the ability to turn back. They are not in hell. Okay. Because the next, the next, well, not they're not. Mm, yeah, they're not in hell. Because there's a path, there's two paths to take. Yeah. Is it Scarlet? Is that it? Scarlet, is that her name? Yeah, Scarlet. Yeah. Scarlet wants to take this path that's basically, it's like an archway, but it's 
boarded up, not boarded up, like blocked up with rocks and stuff, but not very well. Like you could break through it if you wanted yeah. to. And then there's, and then the there's a different, there's a different path, yeah, with bones and stuff. And Papillon basically says, do not go through the archway path because anyone who goes down there does not come back. He had a friend called Etu or something like that and it translates to the mole. Yeah. So I just called him the mole all the way through He's He's the one you see later on. Yeah, but he went missing. He went down there, didn't he? And he was never oh, seen. just wait till we get there. Um, yeah, so they end up taking this path left, don't they, with mm-hmm. Papillon, or whichever way it was. And then they get around this path. I think there's like a big cuff. There's, a lot of this film is just cuffles and scuffles. And it's very, mm. I think that one of its main um, pros has been a horror is claustrophobic. A lot of people don't like tight spaces. You don't have to be claustrophobic to not want to be in a tight space. Yeah. So I think a lot of this film's fear based on that. So they go through this big scuffle and I think there's a few, like a bit of rummaging around and then the end... Benji, Benji gets stuck, doesn't he? Yeah, but then they end up back at the same point where I think the only choice they have is to go through that door, isn't yeah. it? Is that right? Yeah, it's... Yeah. it's there's, there's no other way. And that door is when you enter the first step of hell, Limbo. So question, why did, did they... did? hell manipulate the catacombs so that they went straight essentially yeah i think the catacombs are, are kind of uh like you're in hell essentially you're, you're, like the you're, you're within the entrance to <laughs> hell do you know what i mean so yeah it's trying to manipulate to go in there but yeah when they break through that wall then at the first stage of hell which was known in dante's uh inferno as limbo Dante. is it dante's peak dante's inferno oh i don't know either way either way dante dante potato potato so the first stage in, is in Hell Limbo is where you, you go to get judged. Your soul is currently being judged. Okay. Um, they are all there because of major events that happened in their life. Yeah. Uh, they have to rectify him in order to survive. And Scarlet is the death of her father for not answering the phone call the night he took his own life. And ah. th- this this is shown by the phone ringing. The and phone is ringing. And y- yeah, that's her dad saying what? Because she... He rang her the night he killed himself and she didn't answer the phone because she was too focused, I think, on other things and work and blah, blah, blah. Because yeah. she's her character profile is very work-based. Mm. She's one of them people who wants to know the answer to everything in life and she pushed aside, maybe. the doctor in Deep Blue Sea, you know, the female Yeah, doctor. yeah, she does in a way. She, she even looks like her. Yeah, she does she? a bit. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's when, when she walks down the catacombs and you hear a phone ringing, bearing in mind you're in the middle of the catacombs. Um, that's like her first hint towards the sin that she made of not answering the phone to her dad. Yeah. Okay. So we learn that there's unfinished business as well between George and Scarlett. He, she left him somewhere. Mm. She, I presume in Turkey. Yeah. She left him in Turkey. Something happened and he, he's really frustrated. He doesn't want to be down there at all. And then there's this, oh, the music. The music makes me want to throw up several Oh, shit, we've missed something. What was the rest? Do you remember when, they, I think when they first go down the hall, they see like a cultist thing going on. No, this bit now, yeah, the choir right. of, the choir of sack people. Oh, is that what it is? Right. Yeah. That's what's played. That's what's the music is, isn't the, it? It's them singing. Yeah, the woman, the woman who's leading it yeah. is the white woman. Is the, the one in the white dress who was in the club yeah. and that you see later on, it's her again. Oh, that's so weird. It's creepy though, that bit. It is. It is fucking creepy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's in this film a lot. Oh, interesting. So they, we, we've got the route. Um, they're, they're now in the caves of hell. Essentially, they have to travel in the first through the stage, yeah, tunnel. Limbo. So, so they go in, and Papillon's name is at the side of the wall, and they're like, "Well, apparently you've not been here." And he's like, "No, I, I have not been here." Is there some symbolising of that? Like his soul's already been judged. It's. I, th- I think it's. I think 
it could possibly be because he's been... I think in a way, the catacombs have been waiting for him a while and that's symbolising it because they've been trying... I don't, I'm not sure if Hell's been trying to get him, mm. but the first thing they did, they could have... They could have essentially kept Scarlet and everyone in there when the first one in there, but they said no, leave, get Pappy on, and then come back. So it is almost like a, we've been ex- like you, you need to be here. We've yeah. been expecting you, like you belong in here. Yeah, yeah. Ah. So the, the the old phone starts ringing, and then it stops a minute because there's a piano in the corner of the room, and George then says, "Oh, me and my brother used to have one in the house, and we could only play Bonnie down the river or something like that," and. He says we could never finish the song though because the A4 key was always fucked up and he plays it. Yeah. And just as he gets to that point, the A4 key fucks up. So it's, and that, that's George's story because his brother drowned. And yeah. I don't think George was able to save him. That's not the sin. The sin is feeling guilt and not accepting that it happened and getting over it. I think that is, okay. that is his sin. Okay. The phone starts ringing again, she answers it, and then it's... I said that. I didn't know whether it was a dad or not for sure, but I put dad question mark, and he says, why won't you talk to me, Scarlet? Yeah, that's a dad. And then they sort of look around, and then mole is in the, sh- the mole is in the shadows, at two. And that, that's because Limbo is the stage where people who don't go to heaven or hell are trapped in forever, which you can see from... Is it La Top? La Top. Pap's friend who had all the knowledge on the catacombs but disappeared one day, thus becoming a trapped soul. So he never progressed. Never. I, th- I think I think you've got to kind of accept why, like your sins. Not obviously at this stage, I don't know it, but it's kind of like with the phone ringing and the piano that they're aware of the sins. Like you've got to be aware to to progress. Yeah. And the ones who don't are the trapped souls who just stay in stage one, which is limbo, which is why he's just Ugh. around the catacombs. It's not he's not a human there; is a soul, and is 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 almost a vision. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he never went backwards or forwards. And then he says to them that the only way out is down yes which is true because which is Dante's levels yeah have you seen the diagram out. of it the yeah. levels yeah so you've essentially it's like it's like an upside down pyramid like the top so you've got each stage and it goes down well, so it's quite interesting as well that in Nic- I presume it's Nicholas Flamel's painting or it's it's definitely in his tomb it's a pyramid yeah that goes down oh my god this makes so much sense now it's what I mean it's, it's a shame that the, the I feel like you have to, to truly appreciate the film you have to know this you've stuff you've got to though. look at it after and be like what did that all yeah. actually mean but the film doesn't leave that many to, on the surface it's just a horror film in the Paris catacombs so yeah. people and it's a good film yeah so people after it won't be like oh what, wonder what that was do you know what I mean it's just kind of it's like if you want to look further into it you can to understand the true genius of the film yeah it is clever I like it hmm so then they are, they're all going down the well, and I think it's George. Is it George that is sort of like hanging there, and his his rope gets stuck a little bit? Yes. And then Benji comes flying down, and it's it, he, luckily the the rope keeps them both there, and they're able to get down. But he's got really bad rope burns on his hands. Yeah. And he says, "What happened?" And he's like, "I don't know. It felt like someone pushed me." Is that foreshadowing later on when the woman? Possibly, and we'll actually I'll, I'll, does push I'll, him. I'll come back to this later because okay. that is a good point. But now we've entered uh, Circle Two, Stage Two of Hell, Lust. That's what this stage is called. Not, I don't think every single stage is visited, but but the ones that are, you, the, the, there's a the, reason. Yeah, for there's it. hints for him to be there. I think they would have visited every, they would have had to have gone through every circle, but you just don't see him go through every circle. Okay, so there's a, it, it's really quiet. It's sort of like when. 
when you've had a really loud noise and then it's deafening for a minute and you can only hear white noise but then there's a really unbearable sound that deafens them and it gets louder and louder and louder and they're all cr- clutching their ears they can't that, I think that's what alerts you that you're in lust because I think in Dante's Inferno that's that is said that like you, there's a rumbling and like a, okay. like like unbearable noises going around you so then they go in and they find the body of Nicholas Flamel and it's not rotting, it's perfectly preserved. Which is said to be, that they believe, and I'm not sure if this, I think it is due to the Philosopher's Stone because it gives you eternal life, which yeah. is why the body's not rotted. And they, she goes under the water and there's treasure everywhere because then this one becomes greed. Yeah, level four this greed. level four greed. Yeah. And like all of them are astounded by the treasure, but she's more focused on the stone and so they and she tells this story and i actually really liked this part of the story and it was something about the sun and the moon yeah being in love and then but then something got jealous and i wish i'd written more of it down yeah but they cat like this this jealous thing cast a spell so that they could only touch twice a day palm to palm and it was as the sun was moving with yeah, the moon and i thought I, it, it was really nice and when she tells the story the stone is sort of like at the like top right of the thing. The fake stone. The fake stone, not the real stone. And then she's on about the idea of false treasure and things like that, and she realizes that actually the treasure treasure is a trap. Yeah, the, this this level is hell is essentially to see the greedy people out because yeah. if, if you're greedy, this isn't your treasure. It's not yours to take. If you take it, then that obviously it's like booby trapped almost, isn't it? Yeah. The, the ceiling starts crumbling down. And so they yank down the metal gate, and then the whole yeah, the whole ceiling starts falling down, and they are in shit. So, um, is it Suxi? So it's like it's like it's Susie, Susie, but in a, pronounced in a weird way. Yeah, yeah Susie. I think it's French. <laughs> we'll just say Susie. So Susie's injured. She's crushed by the uh, all the, the rocks. The debris falling down. Yeah, yeah. and so. Scarlet then has the idea to scratch a little bit of the stone remnants on top of a like open wound, like on top of the arm, and it heals up. It heals up, which which makes her Scarlet believe that she now possesses the power of the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. Well, she couldn't be more wrong. Yeah, because it's big stone, and then she talks about the concept of as above, so below, and it's the idea that it's the key to all magic. And it's she starts talking about alchemy and things like that. Have we got yeah. anything to say on that? Are you all moving on? No, that that's pretty much it. I think she then discovers another hidden passage uh, yeah. in the and next says, room, which translates to uh, abandon all hope ye who enter here. And it's the inscription of the gates to hell. Yeah, that's what's on the gates gates of hell in Dante's Inferno. Dante's yeah. Inferno, whichever it Dante, is. Dante, Dante, whatever it is. And so, you know, they wander through, of course, because they can't do anything else. And, and this is where... This is where the flip. So everything's backwards. Yeah, or upside like down. It's, it's a reverse of the. It's a reverse of the, the the layers you've already been in, but it's different. Yeah, it's like the same aesthetic and rooms, but you're in different layers. So I think I don't know which one they're in at the minute. I think they're still in. They must still be in greed. Anyway. So the Unless room they went through the other. So the the rooms all look the same, or they the think they've been there, but you're actually in different stages of hell. Is what I'm trying to get across. Yeah, Mole returns, but he's not how he was before, and he, he seems quite. He's quite vicious. He's quite violent, and Susie is trying to comfort him, and he smashes her face on the floor. Yeah, that that's it. I've got it. So 
a, 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 a thought I wrote it down. It? Yeah, the next stage is violence, but the realize have now. So eventually, what they've done is they have now gone that deep. They've passed the center of the earth, so they are now past the center, which is why everything's flipped on the other side. Like the rooms are the same, but the rules are the same yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, now now they're in uh, level seven of Flamel's tomb, which is violence. And it, God, it's violent. No, now in the reverse of Flamel's yeah. tomb. So they're in Flamel's tomb, but the body's decomposed this time, hasn't it? Yeah, but did you see his eyes open? No, I didn't see him. Yeah, when they look over, his eyes are open. Ooh. But yeah, they're now in stage seven, which is violent. Well, level seven, which is violence. Yeah, and when, the way he smashes her head on the floor as well, like you can see everything and it is violence to the top and Scarlet's trying to... like it, it, Papillon asks, ooh... Papillon. That was very French of me. He's begging her, isn't he? He's saying, you know, use the stone, use the stone. And she says, I can't. It, it's not going to help her. She's she's dead. You've got to assume as well, because the characters' deaths in this film normally relate back to the backstory in some way. So it's more than likely that Susie had either seriously hurt or attacked someone before. And that's why her death was the way it was. Yeah, violent. Yeah. Matched its thing. And she goes down, Scarlet moves down the tunnel a little and she sees a noose as well so it's sort of a shadow in a father's death what yeah. was yet to come benji is then ready to go down the well which is now in level eight fraud yeah then now as he goes down that well is in level eight okay and they're all at the bottom or the top i guess now yeah <laughs> and yeah. so uh, benji is sort of, like yes and you love these sorts of things he sees the woman yeah, but well, he doesn't. He, the woman walks, walks past across, him on the yeah. camera, and you, he can't see it. But then he can hear something. He sort of looks over, and the woman just comes out of the shadows, and it scares him, and he just he hits the floor and dies. This is one of the points where, to me personally, I couldn't I couldn't find out what it was because Benji, 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 Benji. Benji's backstory. It doesn't. He doesn't speak about it. Yeah. But from his death, you can assume it was kind of like a neglected child. But then because, is it Zed's or Zed. Zed's? Zed's, that's Zed's story. So people speculate that it was actually domestic violence that the, um, pushed Benji's, Benji was, yeah. that was Benji's sin, domestic violence. Obviously by this point he hasn't rectified it, he hasn't accepted it. and that this. So basically if you don't rectify and accept what you've done, you've got, you get through these stages of hell where you, essentially that's what it's all for. You You're trying to, rectify yourself for the devil before he claims you as his own kind of thing so uh, are all those bod so they they just remain in hell forever yeah essentially right okay so he then george sees his brother so they end up going through the bones but george sees his brother in like the puddle of water underneath and he's trying to get to him i think uh, yeah i think we're at level nine treachery now so maybe it was some sort of betrayal yeah i I don't know I, i i i think his sin was more about not except because I think he said his foot got stuck under a rock or something, kind of like Pennywise. Um, I was going to say that it gives me like, Georgie it, and Bill. Vibes. Yeah, it's guilt for no reason, but your guilt has effect on others. Like you're not letting others move on, so it's kind of, it's kind of it is a sin in a way, holding on to something like that that you need to let go of. Yeah, but he, he he's trying to like prise away the bones to get to him, and you know Scarlet manages to sort of pull him back, and then there's a sort of a glow from another room yeah. and they follow they follow the glow and there's just a car on fire and there's a guy sitting in there the guy who asked Papillon to come into the top the, to- the, the guy who told, told Scarlet to, to come Papillon. get Papillon yeah so that makes you think that's a guy that Papillon betrayed left him yeah left him for dead because Papillon he's... says it wasn't my fault and it's only when he says it wasn't my fault does the guy because that was his chance to rectify for his yeah, sin to and help he didn't him. take it yeah 
So that was his chance to admit it, and it, because he didn't, that that's his chance gone, and now he's and then he's, he's dragged dead. into yeah, the pits, dragged of into pits of hell. Yeah, that was quite a violent death. To yeah. be fair, that was quite. Ooh. And they. Oh, and a thing to note on that okay. is the feet was the only thing that was not buried. Did you notice? Yeah, it was like, like, the car it was like shins down, feet. wasn't it? Um, and that's a direct reference to Dante's Inferno. With it, quote, out of the mouth of each one there protruded the feet of the transgressor and the legs up to the calf, the rest within remained. So that's a direct reference ah, to Dante's Inferno. This is, this is really clever. It's, it's interesting. I feel like I want to read Dante's Inferno now. Mm, it sounds good, doesn't it? So then they travel further into hell or further out of hell they now reach the last circle and they're in the last circle and you can see a black hooded figure and i automatically f- assume this was like the grim reaper it's satan that is but, a devil. yeah it's the devil you're the, well that's never confirmed but i think in dante's inferno that level nine is where the devil is that's that is satan himself yeah and so it that, is so creepy you, so you put two and two to give it yeah it's you de- it's not what you expect Satan to look yeah. like, which I think is why it's so fucking scary. And you only catch a glimpse. He's wearing this black, like, anti-cookie yeah, like, like Yeah, robe. It's, it's a fucking big black robe, and it's, his face is... It's almost like a mask, but it isn't. It's a child. It's a mix between... It's like a deformed child. That's yeah, what. and there's not flames coming out of his hand. There's not burning fire yeah, all around him. There's just, horns, there's just, just a small wicker chair in the room, and he's just sat on it. But yeah, that is... People speculating it, it's probably more than likely that that is Satan himself. I think that's sort of scarier. That is, that terrifies The me. idea that Satan's not got all these like powers of hell and things like that, it's just a guy in yeah, a chair. Yeah, it's, it's almost like, this film's almost like it's giving you your last chance to become a, like rectify for what you've done. Yeah. And if you don't, then you've basically signed yourself over to him. It makes you wonder if you went into the catacombs, like, where Oh, if your... I saw that, I would fucking shit myself. Well, I won't... <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! If I saw that, I could. De- I, I could probably deal better with a woman running at you with a baby than just a guy like. Oh, what? Maybe knowing what I know now, like fuck me, that is Satan. Like it's just the and the fact as well that like Ben, it's not Benji. Sorry, it's is it Zed that keeps looking? No, it's George keeps looking back at the like the chair and he's like sitting there and sitting there yeah. and sitting there and then he's starting to stand up and you're like, oh, oh god, it's awful. <laughs> but it make that wasn't my question it was more if you if you were going to your judgment like what sin would you have to rectify you, you're basically asking me what's the worst thing i've ever done and i don't want to say that on a no podcast. i'm not no i'm not no i'm not i, I was just I, i'm not like saying it for what's on the podcast i was just saying it in terms of like personal reflection, oh you'd have like, to look at yourself yeah yeah but like what would if, what would like, you an event be? that bad that like nothing towards us happened bad. That, that's but we bad. don't often know the domino effect of what we do and how it affects others we do but the, the stories in this film are fairly straightforward oh, yeah. i know i know what you mean if you got put there you'd have to you'd have to reflect on yourself and think why am i here yeah but then i don't think any of the reasons what like i've done some bad stuff before but the like, same goes for you not probably not as worse as me but it doesn't it, to us it wouldn't justify us being in hell i know what you're saying but like to if someone I, else, for instance you know if you'd not indicated a roundabout or something and somebody got on road rage and been pissed off and like beeped your horn and they've been so irate about it on the way home and something had happened and the car had crashed and they died like inadvertently that would partly be down to you but you would never know about it it would be but then you couldn't be held accountable for oh that, i know but i know you've got to talk i mean i i don't think i've done anything that bad in my life yeah. but actually what have i done that's maybe affected others that yeah. i don't know about it's mad mm. it makes you wonder what what your judgment would look like. And on that positive note, 
<laughs> so yeah, the Grim Reaper sort of like coming towards them ish, and randomly, uh, George turns to Scarlet and he says that week in Turkey was the greatest week of my life. Read the room, George. Yeah, not, not the time. And she says, "Me too." Now, this confuses me. So, why does George learn to let go of what of his little brother in that time? There's no physical clarification but george survived and i maybe wonder if is one of his regrets something to do with scarlet did george miss a i don't know a memorial or something because scarlet left him but then he accepts it by saying that was the best week of my life i don't think that i think his last chance to rectify sin is right before they leave hell that the fall down and the no, it's when they, they see a massive wall that goes even further down and they're all surrounded holding hands. And, ju- yeah, and that's when they accept the sins. Draw. That's when they admit to what they've done. Because yeah. that, that's George, Zed and Scarlet who's there. And I think, I don't know, maybe if they didn't, if they tried to jump without fully accepting what they've done and getting it out there, then maybe that that well would have led somewhere yeah. different. I just think it's really... because This film is exceptionally clever and it seemed really out of sorts to put that in there. Yeah. It, it's a very stupid line. It's a very stupid thing to sort of randomly yeah, come out with. So I think I think that might just be, be for a Hollywood, great, like a, a greater purpose sort of thing. Yeah, I think this film doesn't need cringy love stories, and I think maybe that was it. Like, there's just a maybe. bit of bit of chemistry between. That maybe it's, it's not needed, but for the sake of an on the surface film, because yeah. it, the the oh yeah, maybe they liked each other and that that pissed them off. But I know what you're saying it's it's thrown in there and it's it's very random for you, such a clever film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Anyway, they. Oh, I love this bit. I remember being in the cinema and jumping so hard at this bit. So they're, they're sort of like pressed against a wall and you see sort of like a side angle of this face yeah. in the stone wall. And then the next time you look at it, it jumps, it jumps out, out and it bites. Is it? it George's it, face. Yeah, it's, it, it bites George's face. And to be fair, Zed and Scarlet like drag him through. Like they, yeah. they're carrying him through. Do you think maybe that was Zed's? redemption the fact that he didn't abandon possibly maybe i never looked at that but that is a good good shout yeah that could be it he didn't just run off and leave but then at the end of the film he does he walks off but they're out of hell aren't they they are they're they're back on they are 100 out of hell but it's kind of like i I don't know you could look at it in two ways like surely you're gonna sit down together and uh, well the three of you and work it out or is he in the right to just be like i'm fucking done with this and leave but we'll get to that at the end anyway. That, yeah. That's literally the last scene, so isn't it? So Scarlet desperately tries to help George. She rubs the stone, like the, the remnants of the stone on his wound, but it does nothing because the it's stone doesn't work It's a false stone, yeah. It was a stone, I think, created by the alchemists. Yeah, to, to te- of, To test you, to see yeah. if you take it. And she realises the stone was a fraud and she needs to return it. So now she's like a ninja warrior. Yeah, she's got to rectify the sin of stealing I now. mean, Jesus Christ. You know what? <laughs> I, I can... I don't... I don't think anybody is that humanly intelligent. I think there's a lot of intelligent people out there, but that is an insane amount of intelligence. But suddenly she's she's applying for total wipeout. She's yeah, like she's she's, every- she's rock climbing. She's she manages to <clears throat> like this in the space of about five hours that they've been down there. She manages to crawl through the entirety of hell in about twenty yeah, seconds. Yeah, because they're still on level nine at this point. Everything's amplified by a thousand. Like all the water should last. All the on the way down, all, everything that was water was now blood. His hands coming out yeah. the floor. This this face is in the floor. Like 
people are after her. Just, it, do you know what I mean? It's everything's amplified by a thousand, which I think is there to test like how bad do you want this? Like, do you just want to give up and turn up, like run off, or do you really yeah, want to rectify really your this? sin and take that, put that stone back? Yeah, and I, she then sees what looks like a dad with a bag over. It was. It is head. a dad. Yeah. No, it's not. It's her. Is it? Yeah, she take she takes off the bag and it's oh, a fucking hell, yeah, of her. Course, yeah. So is that her biggest fear? The fact that she's going to wind up like a dad? I think it's more, look at what you've done. Like, they're, they're trying to put a sin right okay. in her fucking face and be like... Yeah, that makes sense. Like, they, like almost like, oh my God, it's my dad. And it's like, no, it's me. It was me who did it. Do you know, I could have answered that. For, maybe trying to make her feel guilt. And I think it's basically because essentially what she's on the way to do now is is um, she's, she's on the path to... Uh, taking in the powers of the Philosopher's Stone, the yeah. actual powers. And maybe this is a final test, like they're throwing everything they can at her to see if she's truly... Because remember, this was all set up by the alchemists. This mm. this is the alchemists' way of proving are you worthy to, to, to have a Philosopher's have power, Stone. Yeah. So maybe all this stuff's getting thrown at her to really test and see if she's eligible to be able to take in the powers. That, like a 10-year-old boy got it in Harry Potter, yeah. it? Each of their own, I suppose. They did have fucking magic, to be fair. That's a yeah, slight fair, advantage. Fair play. He didn't know much, though. He was only in his first year. Yeah, some <laughs> he only knew better. how to unlock some the door. better than none. <laughs> Very true. So, they, um, she, yeah, everything's <clears throat> amplified. And the thing is, when she holds it, she ends up hugging her dad. When he's hanging on that noose, she gives him a hug. And maybe that that's what absolves her sin. The idea yeah, the, that she's sorry. So, yeah, she returns a stone. And then there's like a little mirror in the... Uh, in the is, is it tapestry? Is that what it's called? It, it's it's more like a painting sort of thing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, but there's a mirror in it. And it's at this moment that she realizes... I think I've got it... It's I'm true reflection, it isn't it? Yeah, it relies... So, t- the stone is not an object. There's no such thing as a philosopher's stone. But to, to gain the stone's powers, it relies on the person's faith within the powers of the stone, faith within themselves, and the faith within God. And if... If the person t- ticks all three boxes and have obviously gone through the gates of hell to get there, mm. then that's when... They're worthy. So she now possesses the powers of the Philosopher's Stone. She's empowered it. And yeah, then she cl- so she's then she's on the way back, I think. She sees her dad, hugs, hugs him, him. apologises for what she's done. So her soul is now cleansed. She's, been yeah. rect- she's, she's rectified her sins yeah. and cleansed her soul. And she gets back to George and Zed and she... They, they managed to sort of like escape all these stones. She uses her powers, don't she, straight yeah. away on his uh, on his bite or whatever. Yeah, it, it, it heals him. But she does, there's no stone this time, it's just her it's hand. It's just her hand. Like the hand of it. God, essentially, that she's got. So now she's God. And then essentially. they all get, they all, I think they go down again. This, no, they see this well. This Well, I say a well, it's just a dark drop. Yeah. They all stand in a circle, rectify the sins. George's was that it's like, it, he couldn't have. I think it was. I couldn't have helped what happened, or yeah. basically accepting his brother's death. Finally, Zed's was the fact that he's got a neglected girlfriend and child. Not yeah. girlfriend. And he, he had he had a baby with a woman and abandoned him and denies. Not just that he denies all knowledge. He denies it ever yeah. happened. He, he pretends she didn't happen. And then obviously, Scarlet's is, is a father. And then yeah, they jump. They jump down the manhole. Uh, they jump down this well. And it's like a really good camera effect it's here. It's very because clever. I think they're pushing it's something below. It's like a below. water slide sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, and they're, what they're, is it below them, the manhole that they're moving, or is it? A, Above them. No, it's, it's below it's them. It's below them, yeah, because they're trying they're, to they're, yank yeah, they it. They pull it from below them, but then when they get out, they're on the ground and they're crawling and the other way up. crawling but, up. And this is, the, they're now back on Earth. That That is them back in the real world. And then they sort of just look at each other. George and Scarlet hug, don't they? Yeah, George and, and Scarlet hug, and then they Zed go off walks, together and Zed just walks away. Off. That's as above, so below. So what do you think Scarlet is now? 
just fucking powerful as fuck. Just over, God, she's over, God. Overpowered. I don't know, I'd imagine it can be easily taken away from you if you don't use that power for good. I'd imagine. Maybe not, but maybe it says it in uh, Dante's Inferno. It, it, I might have to have a read of this. It's, but it's it's a good it's a good film anyway. But when it's, it's, it's amplified clever. by the, the story behind it, and maybe I'll, maybe this is why the film is. I think it's so good is because it doesn't put it in your face. You've got to look at it. Um, you've got to look up what. Obviously, I didn't look up and fucking read Dante's Inferno. I got it off a few articles on the internet and then yeah. found Flix's video, which explains it really well. Again. I'm not a genius. The stuff, or I'm not like a, a wizard, like a nerd with all this. I just watched his video. Yeah, it was really interesting. It explains it all so much better. But yeah, and I think that's why I like it so much because there's so much behind the scenes that the film lets you discover because you feel like you're discovering stuff, don't I f- you? I feel like I enjoyed the film more now. Exactly. And if I and I actually part of me wants to watch it again. Yeah, that's- to like. What see the full extent of it? Yeah, that that's why I enjoy rewatch. It's a film I can rewatch because I, I like comparing it to to what I've heard about. Yeah. And then you start watching, it's like, God, yeah, that you can tell they're in level one, level four, level six, whatever it is. It is really, really interesting. I, I felt very invested in it. Good. So here are my budget and box office, really, because behind the scenes <laughs> facts is all sort of done. Um, budget. 25 million. Take the 20 off. 5 million. Fucking so hell. 5 million budget. And what's the box office? Uh, 112 million. 41.9 it wasn't oh, a massive a seller film. I don't remember it being heavily advertised to be fair no, I, see, I do I, remember going to see it mm. but I, as I say me and my friend we loved horror films so we were just like oh yeah. this one looks pretty good and I loved I'd just been to Paris I, I think I was going to Paris before Ooh. it was out and so I went to Paris a few months after I'd seen it nice. so it was fantastic so here are my fun facts I'll see if I can avoid but if I end up repeating the facts don't blame me yeah the movie was actually filmed in the catacombs. It wasn't a set that was built. It was the first ever film that secured permission from the French government to film in the mm. catacombs. So it had never been able to be filmed in before. Nice. But it was then. The actor who plays George does actually have minor claustrophobia in real life. So it was a real challenge for him. Right. Uh, the tunnel collapse mimics the tunnel collapse in The Descent exactly the same. Like, like, like frame to frame it's pretty much exact the man in the catacombs who instructs Scarlett to find Papillon is the same man in the burning car but we talked about that and finally the same one Lucifer Lucifer appears but uh, as the only face revealed robe thing yeah and my would you rather is not a would you rather brace yourself that's a change change of fucking form so knowledge is power but there is such a thing as knowing too much but if you could learn about one unknown secret, but you could never tell anybody else the truth behind it, what would it be? Stock market. The stock. It's stock. Not an unknown secret. There would definitely be unknown secrets on how you can manipulate stocks and and. But for for the more interesting answer, I actually did you hear me talk about this the other day? Did I ask you this question? I, I said if so. you could ask one question about anything that's happened. Oh, in the it was world. on your stream. It, no, you asked you. You didn't ask me. Oh right. Oh well, mine would be. Well, I'm guessing you heard what mine was. I forgot. Mine would be, would have aliens ever landed on Earth? Not do they exist, because I don't doubt for a second they exist, but have they ever been on Earth? Why? Just because I want to fucking know, like... <laughs> because it's so... The thing is with humans, right, we're, we're so nosy, we feel like we need to know everything, but I think I think it's healthy in some ways, but unhealthy, in, because we'll go to any means to find that answer out. 
And you have got all this Area 51 and all this other stuff and UFO sightings. And some of them you can tell are bullshit, but then some you think, what if? So I, 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 I don't know, but I truly believe that aliens do exist. There's no way we're the only life form in the whole of everything. Do you know what I mean? It's, there's no way. Like, I think we'd be very naive to think that. But can you imagine if, like... So, bear in mind, you're not allowed to tell anyone. Can you imagine if, like, it was like, yeah, the Queen's an alien? But oh, you could never God, tell... Oh, God, yeah, it'd be fucking awful. But like you that. could never tell anybody that you know she's an alien. I don't believe in, like, lizard alien. people and shit like that, but I know what you're saying. That would be fucking... Like, or if it was somebody really famous that has everything. Yeah. Like, if it was, like, I don't know... I can't even um, think of somebody... Tom Hanks. Yeah, if Tom Hanks was an alien, but you could not tell anybody I and you knew anyway, that secret... So. Oh. oh, I don't hate him. There's just some some off putting about him. He's a fucking good actor, but <laughs> don't that's know, the man. best thing I've ever heard. Fucking Tom Hanks. Is, I'm thinking about like uh, Saving Private Ryan. Um, is Woody in Toy Story? Yeah, but what? What is the pilot? The, Holy is the, shit! Is, what is the film? Run, Forrest Gump. There we yeah, go. Yeah, that's Tom yeah. Hanks. There's just something about him. I think he's just so high up in the world, like in terms of. You know, like them top top A list celebrities. I just think there's something dodgy about them. Like the things. Can I'd you do imagine and... if they were like, yeah, they were all aliens? Oh, it'd, it'd be awful to. And you'd have to you'd have to die with that secret. Because maybe they maybe those types of people are aliens and they're there to cause havoc on the on exactly. the world because because everyone wants to be them. Everyone wants to be famous and rich and stuff, and it makes humans fight, humans steal, humans be deceiving. What if we're just a big simulation? What if we're just like a habo hotel, like a massive habo hotel? Yeah, that is quite creepy to be fair. But yeah, I just well, I just want to know. There's, there's a real asshole playing me. So. <laughs> I just want to know: are, Have aliens visited Earth, and have we been in contact with them? Okay, that's what, a good one. What would yours be? But before that, I think just... mine'd be pretty boring. I think it'd be. I'd really like to know who. It'd either be who killed the Black Dahlia, or who who orchestrated 9-11 and what actually happened that's that a good day. one that my, my if, if it if it won't last the yelling question my other one would probably be was 9-11 an inside job yeah i'd, I'd want to know exactly why it happened or exactly what happened yeah and i think that's that's the one for me so i'm going to pick the my movie it's my movie isn't it, it is right movie. and i'm gonna go with something i've been thinking ugh, i was gonna think about it while we were doing this podcast episode because i'd forgotten that it was my it was my turn. But I'm just going to spring out with it. We're going to watch House of Wax. Never seen it. 2006 version. I think it's 2006. We're going to watch House of Wax. It's a slasher. Nice. Look forward to it. Okay. Well, hope you've enjoyed. Yeah, hope you've enjoyed. And we'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye.